The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. What's happening, people? Welcome to it. It is time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the show. Danny Burke, your host. As always, you can tag along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5. And I'll be with you for the next 60 minutes, but not just myself. We're going to be joined by a couple guests throughout the next hour. Will Hill, host of the New York City cast, will really be going all over the board as he typically does. Some baseball, some basketball, and some Stanley Cup postseason in action with Will. That will be coming in 15 minutes. After Will, we'll, full, or we'll solely focus on baseball with our guy Paul Spore. You know Paul, writer, podcaster over at Fangraphs. We'll get into some of his top plays tonight on the Diamond. And speaking of top plays on the Diamond, we'll look forward to that at the end of the show. Final segment, Danny's Dimes got two plays in baseball that I want to dish out for this evening. So we will save that for the end of the show. But, of course, I got to squeeze in my thoughts for the Stanley Cup postseason action for tonight. So we'll go ahead and begin with that. I've got a play that I did have a late add in. Well, maybe not too late, but I guess I, you know, I was waiting a little bit until I finally pulled the trigger. But I did make a bet also with that other series, which we talked about last night. And I'll revisit our conversation based on what we thought could happen and where we would maybe look to bet it. So we'll talk about that with the Oilers and the Avalanche in a second. But let's go ahead and zone in on this Lightning and Rangers game out in the Eastern Conference for tonight. Tampa Bay opened up as the favorite for this game. They've had, what, it seems like almost a couple weeks off as of this point. I know it's not maybe that long, but it's been quite some time. So you have the rest versus Russ. Just 
discourse here for which team you really want to trust. I mean, New York has now endured back-to-back seven-game series, all right? And they just played, what, Monday night against the Hurricanes, so they've only had one day off in between. But the benefit to them is that they are playing at home, and Shesterkin is finally looking like the regular season version of himself, and overall, New York has been a lot stronger on home ice this year. And on the side of Tampa Bay, they're still going to be missing Braden Point, so that will be a miss offensively for this team. But we know he was out last series. They were still able to take care of business handily at that against one of the highest-scoring offenses in the Florida Panthers. Part of the noise in the background. Don't know what's going on, so we're just going to have to deal with it right now. It sounds like there's construction. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to play through it, right? Uh, Vasilevsky, though, the thing is here, this is a completely different outlook for a guy like Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, he is arguably as good, if not better, than Shesterkin as of this point. And Shesterkin has been fantastic. Nobody is denying that whatsoever. But Vasilevsky, throughout the last three years, is probably the most reliable goaltender, especially throughout the postseason considering they've been back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champs but in this postseason he boasts a record of eight and three 2.23 goals against average 93 percent on his saves and remember in that series where they just swept the Florida Panthers who were averaging one of the highest amount of goals per game throughout the year he only allowed three goals in a four-game series against them I mean that's just absolutely incredible out of Vasilevsky on the road this postseason, yeah, he's taken a couple hits, but a lot of that came in that series against Toronto. Four and two, allowed 15 goals, had a save percentage still respectable at 92.2%. So you look at this Rangers team, an offense that I, in the first place, didn't really trust, but you know they went against Ranta, who did the best he could, but obviously his, Rome, uh, his home and road splits were just immense, and he could not be trusted and was not viable whatsoever away from his home ice. Vasilevsky can play on both sides, right? He can do home and he can do away. And he's just, again, one of the best goaltenders in all of the National Hockey League. So it's going to be a different beast for this Rangers to go up against, and they only had one day off. But can they kind of carry that momentum? That's the big question here. Now, Shesterkin, as we know, has been really solid this postseason, especially at home. But overall, the numbers, I mean, he's 8-5, 2.7 goals against average, 93% with his saves. Furthermore, at home specifically, Shesterkin has a 6-1 record. He's allowed 16 goals and has a save percentage of 95%. So again, that's what kind of gives me at least some trepidation wanting to go fully in on the Tampa Bay Lightning is how great Shesterkin has been at home, how good the Rangers have been at home, at least as of late, and just for the fact that Tampa Bay has had so much time off. Again, that rest versus rust, which one do you think you could maybe put a little bit more stock in? So ultimately for a side, I will stay away from this spot. I would lean toward Tampa Bay, but if there's a game that the Rangers can get, whether it's this one or the next one at home, I'd probably think it actually would be this game. But the market, again, slightly moved toward Tampa Bay, minus 125 at the opener, currently at Bet Rivers, now up to minus 130. If you want to go with the puck line, you're getting some value at 2-1 to one for Tampa Bay. If you want to take the puck and the hook with the Rangers, you're laying minus 245, but on the money line, you're getting plus 112 on the buyback. Again, I'm not looking at a side for this game. My thoughts are going around this total, five and a half. Now, this could be similar to that Hurricanes and Lightning series, or Hurricanes and Rangers series, excuse me, to where you kept seeing at 
the total at five and a half, and they put a lot of juice on it. But despite that, a majority of the time, it still hit the under. Now, you are seeing the juice there right now, minus 127. Some shops had it around like minus 115 earlier in the day, and it's just been getting steamed and steamed toward the under. Now, if you don't want to look at the five and a half, you could also consider the first period under one and a half. I know that's a bet a lot of people like to make, including Mike Palm, who's talked about it a lot here on this show and his on VEASAN, odds on with Amal Shaw. Um, but look, that first period under actually hitting two out of the three games during the regular season when these teams met and also the under five and a half hit in the two out of three meetings during the regular season. Not that that means it's going to correlate here, but just want to throw that out there just so you can have that in the back of your mind when looking at how these teams have performed. It hasn't been completely lights out offensively like we saw with Colorado and Edmonton last night. And I don't think the same thing is going to happen this evening. So I think we got a good chance to this thing staying under. Again, you're having the Lightning kind of getting back into their true form. And you got New York, who may be a tad bit weary in the spot. But nevertheless, what it comes down to, is two great goaltenders, and I think you'll see them show out tonight. So I bet under five and a half goals for game one in the Eastern Conference Finals between Tampa Bay and New York. And again, I don't hate the angle of going under one and a half because of the empty net at the end of the game. Completely understand if that's your approach, but I feel confident enough going with the full game under the total of five and a half. Nothing with the side. I do lean toward Tampa Bay, but here's the thing, and we had the same thought process in the first series with Tampa Bay against Toronto. If they lose game one, maybe look back on them again to attack a better series price because they're as high as like minus 185, which I don't want to rush to lay that right now with this Rangers team that, yeah, I think will lose this series, but still has a great enough goaltender to keep them in it. So let's wait and see what happens after this game and then really get aggressive with some of these series bets if the prices are still appropriate. But the bet for tonight, for me, it's under five and a half goals. Let's swing things back to the Western Conference. That game was just bonkers all around, and I tweeted about it, which it was just, I'm looking at this game because I didn't have anything invested in it pre-flop, and I think it was must have been like 7-6, to six, or maybe it was 7-5, to five, or you know some total around there, and I saw the live total, and it was like 13.5, and, and the over was plus 105, and I'm like, half of me is like, yeah, I actually think this will go over, and half of me is like, I just got to get involved with this just to say I bet a hockey game over the live total of 13 and a half. And it hit. The empty netter came through with 20 seconds to go. This series, yes, a lot of people thought there would be high-flying scoring, but maybe not to that extent. But I wanted to go into the conversation of the updated series prices. So, you know, the Avalanche, even though they won last night, did that boost any confidence Tore them as a squad to you? It shouldn't. The fact that they allow that many goals to go through and that Kemper now is going to be nursing an injury if he even plays in the next game. Uh, Francois, the backup, he could be starting instead of Kemper. And look, I mean, Mike Smith was bad. That's not surprising to anybody who actually has followed him closely this season and beyond. But Koskinen came in, only allowed one goal for the better half of that game in 32 minutes. But now you got the series price with Edmonton 4-1 to and Colorado minus 530. That seems like a huge overreaction. If you liked Edmonton before this series began, I would not talk you out of taking them at 4-1. to Unless you think Colorado could or will for sure win the second game, then you'll get even a better price. But again, I mean, minus 530, I just don't think that game gave you any indication this team can be trusted. The amount of goals scored, that would give more props to the underdog in Edmonton having a chance to come through. So I wouldn't do anything with that, but if I did, I would look at Edmonton. 
Now, you could also do the series spread, and even the Oilers catching two and a half games, folks. It's only minus 114. The Avalanche to cover two and a half games, meaning that they would sweep or win in five, is minus 109. That just seems so much inflated based on one game, even though it was a lot close. I mean, it was close. I mean, it was only two goal difference, and the one was an empty netter. I'm telling you, none of these goalies can be relied upon, so anything can happen. But that takes us back to the total games played in this series. We discussed this before the game yesterday. I said I like over five and a half games, but I don't want to lay the price to minus 132. I figured the Avalanche would probably find a way to win game one, and if they did, then we would get a better price on over five and a half because they were already a sizable favorite going into this series. So if they got the first game out of the way, that would mean there's a way better chance that they would sweep or win in five. So that would mean that the over five and a half would have less likely of a chance to come through in the odds makers' eyes. And I guess it would probably be around even money. Well, at Bet Rivers, the over five and a half games is actually at plus 105, so five cents off, but I'll take that. Again, Edmonton showed you that they can hang with the big boys. They showed that against Calgary. They showed it against the Avalanche, despite being down by a decent amount. All right, maybe this has the same kind of feeling as that Calgary series. High-scoring first game, they came back not quite close enough, but then they figure some things out. I don't think it's actually going to be a complete repeat like that, but I do think the series has a possibility to go deep just based on what you saw with the unreliability from these goaltenders and the high-scoring offenses. So give me over five and a half games in that series at the price of plus 105. That's what we got for that other series. But for tonight, remember, under five and a half is our official play for the Lightning and the Rangers. Coming next, we'll talk more hockey and go all over the place with Will Hill here on Rush Hour. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality, high quality and immersive sound, a sleek design, 
All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion that focuses in on your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll get set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. Well, speaking of the city cast, we've got one of the hosts on the horn with us right now, that being the host of the New York City cast out on the East Coast, Mr. Will Hill at Not The Will Hill, where you can follow him along on the tweets. Will, always appreciate you making some time, my man. Uh, again, I know we're going to go across the board tonight. We've got obviously hockey we've got baseball and some nba we might as well start with some hoops i know the game doesn't begin till tomorrow but we just spent the first segment talking some pucks so want to switch it up just a tad bit now this series is so intriguing from the different ways you can bet it right because now that we have the clear-cut idea of what's going on and who to really focus in on you have an idea of who to look for finals mvp you can obviously do the series spread exact outcome total game, all of those things and you only have to focus on this series in game one I think this is a really solid opportunity, Will. And I've talked about this a decent amount. And I think there was a trend that was like home teams in the NBA Finals since 96 are like 23-3 and three straight up. And that's not a sole reason I would look at Golden State. There's many reasons. But I think a big one, too, is the fact that Boston could just be still a little exhausted despite having this time off. Two tough series. Then he got to go on the road against Golden State. I don't know. I think it's kind of tough for Boston in Game 1 and personally for the whole series. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I bet Golden State for game one. My prediction for the series, I do think these teams are pretty evenly matched. I did take Golden State in seven plus 400. Um, I think you made some good points about game one. And not only has it been two tough series in a row, but think about it. That Buck series was a physical, tough series where they're banging around. And they only had one day off between that series and the Heat series. Then they go and face another very physical series. I mean, every day you had seven, eight guys that are questionable, eight guys in and out of the lineup, you know, hurt, not hurt. And they do have a few days to recharge the batteries here. But look, I mean, these guys are they're in their 20s. They're millionaires. They win a game, game seven in Miami on Sunday night. I'm sure they went out and had a little fun on Sunday night in Miami. I'm sure, you know, you and I probably would if we were them. So uh, I, wor- I worry about Boston here. This is a different level of speed. I think I, I worry about a little bit of a culture shock here with Boston where, man, Golden State's just, 
first of all, they're rested, but they're just so fine-tuned on offense. They played together forever. This is going to be a different speed than Miami, who is just kind of uh, sloppy, clunky offense. Even Milwaukee, I mean, Giannis would put his head down and get to the basket, but that wasn't like a pristine, pretty offense. This is going to be a well-oiled machine here in Golden State tomorrow with their motion, you know, off the ball, back cuts. This is going to be tough, I think, for Boston. Boston's got a lot of personnel defensively, but I, I could see Boston really taking a game or two to really get in the series. I think this is a different level of speed. You know, almost going from a knuckleball pitcher to a pitcher throwing the ball, you know, 99 yes. miles an hour. I think this is a tough ask here for uh, for Boston in game one. I completely agree with you, Will. And I like what you said about culture shock a little bit. I mean, I, I don't think there's an argument. Like, to me, Boston, yes, had the way tougher path to get here. But at the same time, I mean, Golden State's better than the Bucks clearly right now. And same with the Heat, at least on the offensive side of the ball, right? I mean, to a certain extent, Milwaukee had nobody else to help shoot once Chris Middleton was injured. And Giannis could only do so much. Miami, I mean, Struess wasn't doing too much consistently, nor was Vincent. And Kyle Lowry was obviously a liability at one point. Oladipo was hit or miss. It was really only Jimmy Butler. And even Bam wasn't that productive. But the difference... When you look at Golden State, I mean, they got shooters all around. Maybe they don't have as much depth, but they have a lot of shooters that Boston cannot play from behind against, I feel like. I, I think Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like they got to get out to that early lead and then maintain that lead to really have a control in this series. I don't think they can let go for even a second. And then also, I just think kind of like you mentioned with those past series, there were moments where Boston was just like really complacent. I mean, game five against Milwaukee, they blew that lead. Yes, they won the series in those next two games good for you you can get away with that against Milwaukee don't think you get away with that against Golden State even against Miami you had game six at home you're an eight and a half point favorite you lost you almost blew a double digit lead in game seven you held on but I don't think you can get away with that against Golden State yeah and you make a good point and you know we kind of move on because we're better we're fans you know out of sight out of mind Boston won the game for fans Butler hits that three and Miami wins that's one of the three or four greatest collapses history of sports. They're yeah. 13 with two and a half minutes left. I mean, you almost have to, at that point, try to lose the game. And next thing you know, it's you know down two with the ball. Uh, I agree. Boston is very clunky at the end of these games. Uh, I think they're key to winning their recipe. And, and I think, you know, Golden State will probably uh, play it out this way where, look, Tatum and Brown, we got to lock down and make sure they don't kill us for three. We'll live with Horford, Smart, Derek White. Grant Williams. If those guys beat us with threes, we'll adjust, and maybe that's how Boston does it. But I just think, you know, Golden State does have two two, two guys to key in on. You know what? If Boston's going to win, I think Golden State's going to say, you know what? You're going to have to beat us with your, your sort of you know, secondary role players in terms of Horford, you know, Smart, White, and you know, those guys can be very hit or miss offensively. I thought Horford ran out of legs at the end of that Miami series. You know, Smart, he, he's not shy about shooting, but he's not a high percentage shooter. White, you know, goes games where he can't throw it in the ocean, so. Uh, I agree. I think you know Golden State has uh, has some more weapons here offensively. All right, Will, let's flip the script, talk some puck for tonight. The Rangers taking on the Lightning. Talk about a quick turnaround. New York has one going against the back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champs. But New York and Shesterkin have been a completely different squad when they're playing on home ice. How do you handicap tonight's game? And then even deeper, are you looking for anything to bet for the entirety of the series? Uh, somebody's got to hypnotize the Rangers and make them think they're facing elimination tonight because they've won about six or seven games in a row where they had to win from down three, one against Pittsburgh down two nothing, you know, in game five down two nothing on the road in game six, they trail late in game seven in that series. They turn right around. Boom. Before you know it, they're down two nothing to the hurricane. They have to win game three and four. They do. 
They have to win game six down three to two. They do. And then, of course, they win game seven and win it pretty convincingly. I like them in this matchup. I think they've got home ice. Like you said, it's a quick turnaround, but I don't know if I worry about that as much in hockey. I think that garden will be rocking tonight. They're in the final four for the first time in a long time. That's a great fan base. I think this is more of a coin flip series than the market seems to indicate. Uh, I did bet the Rangers tonight. I did bet the Rangers to win in seven plus 650. And I think it's the same formula as last series. Figure out a way to get to a game seven. And hey, you're not the better team, but anyone can steal a game seven in, in, in any sport, especially hockey. You got a great goalie. Now look, the guy on Tampa, he gets a paycheck too. He's a pretty good goalie himself. I think we're going to see some, uh, you know, we're not going to see a lot of eight sixes like we saw last night in, in Colorado Edmonton. But I think this is a hell of a series. I think it's a long series. And I think the Rangers are live here. All right. Well, well. finally, let's go over to the Diamond. I know you always love betting baseball, especially with the Yankees, a team that you're covering extensively on the New York City cast. You're looking at this spot tonight and maybe a lower scoring affair. We see the total at eight. You got Cortez, who has been a stud for the Bronx Bombers. You got Detmers, who has struggled a little bit, but he has thrown a no-hitter this year. What are we making for this game? Do you think it's going to be a lower scoring event? Yeah, I did have some under four and a half first five this morning. I see there's some four flats out there, so there's still some four and a half juice, like minus hour 25. I'd go for the juice four and a half. Um, I just think this Yankee lineup, I know they had a nice performance last night, but they're super compromised with no Stanton, no Donaldson. I mean, they're signing guys off the street in terms of Matt Carpenter. Hicks still has two extra base hits. We're sitting here on June 1st. He plays every day. He has two extra base hits. Gallo's hitting 150. Uh, the lineup's a little thin, and if I'm the other pitcher, you know what? Aaron Judge, here's four curveballs in the dirt. If you want to walk the first base and take your base, go ahead. If you want to swing and strike yourself out, go ahead. What I'm not going to do is throw you something in the zone and watch you hit the ball nine miles. So Detmers is a lefty. Yankees haven't seen him before. I think that, you know, it's tough to hit a guy you haven't seen before. Cortez, as you mentioned, has just been lights out. I mean, Cortez has gone from being a good story to a legitimate, you know, top five yeah. Cy Young candidate, which is crazy to say considering they basically got him off the scrap heap. So uh, I like the under here, under four and a half for the first five is the way I'm going. Awesome stuff. Will Hill, folks, you could follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill and make sure you catch his episodes for the New York City cast. Will, my man, keep up the great work and thank you for making some time. All right, DB, anytime. Appreciate it, man. VEASAN.com slash podcast. Check it all out. You got it. You heard the man. And not only check that out, but check everything we got going out at vcin.com because our summer special is here. And from right now to the end of July, you can get it for just $39. That's right. $39 gets you everything we offer, which includes Adam Burke's Daily Major League Baseball Best Bets, Jonathan Von Tobel having all his coverage throughout the NBA Finals, and Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way throughout the Stanley Cup place, uh, playoffs. And don't forget, NFL preseason, we love betting that. We also got UFC, USFL, and some NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features a daily best bets email, along with every edition of Point Spread Weekly and use of our betting tools, and don't forget that live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39, and you will be a subscriber through July 31st. So make sure you sign up at VEASAN.com slash summer. That's V-S-I-N.com slash summer. Coming next, we're going to take a quick break here. But after the break, we'll talk some more baseball, get a little bit deeper into the slate this evening with our guy Paul Spore, writer, podcaster at Fangraphs. Let's see what he's got dialed up tonight. This 
is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to help give you an edge? Well, make sure you're checking out VSN's Best Bets podcast. And there you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSN experts who are also tracking all the line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from all the sports books, not only in Las Vegas, but across the entire country. So go ahead and make sure you download the VSN Best Bets podcast at slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. Welcome back to Rush Hour, folks. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday evening. Let's go do a deep dive into baseball tonight because there is a healthy slate that we can look forward to, and especially from the betting angles for tonight. And to help us do just that, we welcome on Paul Spore, writer, podcaster over at Fangraphs, the best site where you get all your tools for baseball. I look at it religiously, and obviously Paul does, and Paul does a great job handicapping all these games. So, Paul, thank you for squeezing us in tonight. I know you're looking forward to all the action, so we might as well, or we might as well jump into it right away. And I want to begin with this game with Texas and Tampa Bay. This series is, you know, I, I bet Tampa Bay in that first game and obviously it didn't mm -hmm. come through. And, man, I, I can't get a good pulse on it. But what are you feeling out for tonight's affair? The Rays for the full game are minus 122. The Rangers plus 105. A short total of seven and a half. What mm -hmm. is your outlook for this spot? Honestly, I... Hearing that number again, I looked at it earlier. I, I could I could go over on that number, but I am going to go with the Rays' first five. Um, I really like Jeffrey Springs. I thought that start against the Yankees was really pivotal for him to kind of announce that he's a legit force as a starter. They're starting to stretch him out. I, I got to wonder if, at least in the short term right now, is he maybe a little bit ahead of where Drew Rasmussen's been. Uh, I think they're trusting Springs a bit more. They might be stretching him out a bit more as well. So I like them for the first five. I don't uh, disparage Texas against lefties. They're not too bad, but I think Jeffrey Springs can shut him down a bit. All right, Paul, let's go to your squad next. Your Tigers are taking on the Twins, and it actually looks like Detroit's getting some love in the market. It's virtually a pick -em right now. Another total we're seeing at 7.5. What's kind of your overall thoughts for this game? I know you may not have a best bet in that regard, but you got a prop in this game. So I want to get your just overall synopsis on this, and then, yeah, that prop that you're riding with. I actually would feel pretty decent with the Tigers tonight, too. It's a tough side, though, because I do like both pitchers, Bailey Ober and Therese Skubal. Uh, they're both, they've both been keeping the ball in the yard a bit better. Ober did go on the IL, but he's back now. Skubal's been t keeping the ball in the yard much, much better. He's pitching very well. I am going to go under on his Ks, though, at five and a half. He's been at five on the button in three of the last four, nine in the other one, though, so he really did surpass it. When he gets going, he can really get them. I grant that. But Minnesota's 21st in strikeout rate against lefties at 21%. So we've seen that Scooble can have an elite outing without getting a ton of strikeouts. So it's not even calling for him to be bad. It's just that I, I think he's comfortable taking quality contact that's playable for his defense uh, to turn it into outs instead of going for the strikeouts. When they're there, he's taking them, but he's not forcing them. And I think that's part of why scooble has been able to bring the home runs down so much as well. So it, it sounds like a negative bet because it's on the under. I still really like Scooble, but I just don't know that he's going to be chasing the strikeouts as much, especially with Minnesota being a good contact club. 
Okay, so Paul looking at Scooble under five and a half Ks against the Twins tonight. And, you know, Paul, I love when we have baseball guests on and they bring up some props because I personally love betting props, but I haven't gotten into it too much with baseball specifically. Is this something that you're kind of getting more interested in? Is this a market you think is untapped? And if that's the case, I mean, with these strikeout props, are you typically finding yourself betting more unders than overs? Like, what's your philosophy surrounding it? Honestly, I, I probably land on more overs than unders. I really like to attack when I feel like somebody has a chance to really get going. The tough part is kind of the goal, the holy grail is umpire information. And if you can get that and, and have a better read there, that's obviously going to increase you next level in terms of what you can do. It's just not as available uh, publicly as, as people would probably like. So you're going off of, you know, the, the play of the guys recently. But if you don't know who that home plate umpire is, you might be running into a bad bet. So you got to be careful with that part of it, too. Um, but I, I do like the strikeout props. I love pitching. That's kind of my my go-to as far as baseball is to study and, and talk about pitching. So I think the strikeout props and um, the some of the pitch over-unders on, on underdog, I like those as well. So, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the prop market in baseball. Now, I know, like you said, which is a great tip and just solid advice, of course, is to look at who's behind the plate, calling the balls and the strikes in regards to how you're betting these strikeout props. But has there been a pitcher or maybe a couple pitchers who you've been following on a trend kind of basis, whether it's betting his over consistently or under, or just a guy you should keep an eye out for as of this moment? Well, a guy that I, I, I'm very high on this year and who's somebody I actually started to have a few struggles with at the beginning of the year, but things have picked up is my guy, Sandy Alcantara for Miami. Yeah, I and I, I mean, spe specifically with the strikeouts, because I thought he was going to have a big year this year with the strikeouts pretty much from day one, kind of the way he was during the last like 12, 15 starts last year. Didn't quite do that. He was still his sinker heavy self putting, putting up good outings, but four or five strikeouts a piece. So I got hit on a, on a couple initially. And then I said, you know what, let's go the other way. Let's go with him. Not, jumping for strikeouts but now he's taking a big turn i didn't have anything on the uh, on the uh, at atlanta when he struck out 14 but that's a big turn there i wonder if he's maybe getting a bit more comfortable with everything and now willing to attack a bit more with strikeouts because now the offense is getting a bit better the ball seems a bit springier i'm not saying they've changed it but the weather is heating up I think Alcantara might have been pitching to the weather and circumstance a bit more, and now his Ks are going to start to go up. So I'm going to be looking at his props every time out and really start leaning toward the overs again now based off of this 14-strikeout game. It could be an isolated event, but I think he has the strikeout stuff to be one of the premium guys in the league. That's why I picked him for NL Cy Young. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And yeah, it's been a little rocky, but again, we can capitalize it if the book's kind of adjusted to him struggling relatively for him and then maybe look to bet over. So I appreciate you throwing that out there. We'll definitely keep an eye on Alcantara and, you know, see if he can get back to the form you were expecting him to get into, which he's more than capable of doing. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that and monitor his status with those props. Paul, another bet that I know you have some interest in for tonight out on the East Coast this evening, the Yankees taking on the Angels. We've got Cortez and we've got Detmers. Now, the Yankees seem to be getting a lot of love in the market. Uh, yeah. This Detmers guy, obviously we saw him throw the no-hitter, but he's kind of struggled since then. What's your take on him and how he could fare this evening? I really like Detmers overall, but in any given start, he's very volatile. Really, you know, the outcome, the range of outcomes with somebody like Detmers is pretty substantial, whereas his opponent, somebody like Nestor Cortez, has probably a, a tighter band of outcomes leaning toward the good as well because he's been so strong. But I still like the Angels here. You talked about how the market is favoring the Yankees so much. 
Uh, I think that makes the these angels a live dog with somebody as good as Detmers. He seems to be a rise to the moment kind of guy. Now that's a little intangible. I don't. I'm not betting directly on that. I want to be clear that like I don't think he's going to rise to the moment in the Bronx. He could give up seven earned in the first inning too, but I do believe he's somebody that we're not conceding that he's going to go three, four innings. He could go six, seven. That is in the range of outcomes. And at this number, with their offense, with with the star power that they have on their offense, and as good as they've been against lefties, um, they're, they're 12th in WRC plus on the season. I, I like them. I know the Yankees, they're good too, by the way. The over is probably a, a good bet here tonight as well. Uh, they're sixth. But I just thought it was too big a number for two teams that hit lefties pretty well. And while I do respect what Nestor Cortez has done, I don't know that he's that much better than Reed Detmers just yet. Maybe he is. Again, I respect the mustache. I got a terrible one. He's got an elite (laughs) one. But I I respect Nestor Cortez. So no Yankees fans coming after me. I just think the number's too large. So when I see a number like that, I'm going to take those. And over the course of the season, I feel like I'll do pretty well on those. Hey, you always got to respect the stash. I hear you. Uh, Paul, before we get you out of here, buddy, we got about, I guess, a minute or so to go. I'm fascinated by this Cubs and Brewers game tonight. No way I want to touch it, but I got to get your thoughts yeah. on it because Kyle Hendricks has been a pass or fade type of guy. But the Brewers are bringing up a dude from AAA tonight, and this is a pick right now, basically. Uh, if you wanted to get involved, how would you do so? I'd probably still just lean toward the Brewers. They're the better, better team here. And because there's no rhyme or reason to Hendricks's struggles right now, he's not, you know, beating up on the lesser teams and getting beat up by crummy teams. When you have command like that and you don't have any margin for error with your stuff, any team can beat you when you're off and you can beat any team when you're on. So we just don't know what command we're going to get. So in, in absence of that, when, when it's such a toss up, give me the better offense. That's the Brewers. They're the much better bullpen, too. So I take the Brewers there just because uh, of the other factors outside of the starter, even though I know that's a big factor in uh, baseball betting. Yeah, not a bad philosophy. Fading the Cubs and going with the better team, that usually proves to be the right side, at least as of late, with the Northsiders. But, hey, Paul, we are up against it, buddy. Thank you for making some time. Always look forward to it. And best luck with all your plays tonight. Thanks so much, Danny. Appreciate you talking with me. You got it. Make sure you follow Paul on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, at Spore, where he gives you all that great baseball content, courtesy of all the work that's put in at Fangraphs. He's a podcaster and a writer over there and a website that I use religiously when it comes to betting baseball, and you should as well. So again, at Spore, where you can follow Paul on Twitter. So coming next, we'll continue our conversation with baseball. I've got two plays tonight, one actually in that Yankees and Angels game, and then how about the Red Sox and the Reds? I got a couple in both, and we'll recap the hockey action that was discussed at the beginning of Rush Hour. So one more to go. Stay with us. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rivers is your home for betting on the French Open. Log in any day of the French Open and you'll receive a 20% profit boost that you can use on any live in-play bet on the French Open. The top half of the men's draw is loaded and it's shaping out to be an amazing Grand Slam event. So get your free profit boost today and every day at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for more details. Okay, it is our final segment here on Rush Hour. Thank you for being with us. Danny Burke, your host, at Danny Burke 5, or you can follow on Twitter. We gave you a couple hockey plays at the beginning of the show, but we're going to technically classify this as Danny's Dimes as we round out this Wednesday edition where I give out my best bets for tonight and beyond. So, we'll look, we'll recap the ones we had at the beginning of the show, but I do want to dabble into the action I've got on the Diamond tonight with some baseball. So, uh, let's bring it out to the East Coast talk Yankees and Angels once again. I know we just hit on this with Paul Spore and look it uh, unfortunately seems like Paul and I are going to be button heads a tad bit here. Now I understand his assessment of this. Detmer's maybe not as bad as he's shown to be as of late and Cortez could potentially see some regression but you know I don't necessarily buy it in this game but he does bring up a good point that both of these teams can hit pretty well against lefties. But let's get into it see where the market's gone and whatnot. The Yankees did open up minus 160, 35 cent move. Now they're minus 195. The Angels currently plus 163. Total opened eight in the hook. Now it's gone down to eight. Run line, the Angels minus 132 if you want to take the run in the hook. And if you want to lay it with the Yankees, it is currently plus 112 at the Bet River Sportsbook. 
The Angels are on a six-game losing streak, and they fell victim to the Yankees last night, 9-1. And it could get tougher because of the aforementioned Nestor Cortez. The Southpaw has been dominant this year, 4-1, 1.70 ERA, 2.56 FIP. His Sierra is 2.90, tremendous all around, and even more impressive, his whip is 0.85. Now, at home, he's also been just so good. 1.96 ERA, 2.12 Woba, and a 2.49 FIP. The Yankees actually have also ended up winning every home start that he has been a part of thus far. All right, so that's what we got established for Cortez. What about on the opposition? What about for Reed Detmers? This southpaw is 2-2 two two with a no-hitter. We got to acknowledge that respect. Uh, 4.65 ERA, though. 5.01 FIP. Uh, that's not great. 61.5% left on base percentage. No bueno. 13.5% home run to fly ball ratio. That's below average. 4.55 Sierra, and on the road, he's got an ERA of 8.49, a 386 Woba, and a FIP of 5.28. They're going to a hitter's ballpark there at Yankee Stadium and against the Yankees team that hits fairly well against lefties. And even deeper into it, at home versus lefties because of how great you can hit at Yankee Stadium, they got an 832 OPS, does New York, which is third best at home versus Southpaws, 289 BABIP, 14th, 360 WOBA, third best, and 142 WRC+, plus, which is second highest in the majors. Now, we mentioned that Los Angeles ain't too shabby hitting lefties. Well, if you take them away from their home part, or really, let me rephrase it. If you just go overall how the Angels are doing against Southpaws, again, they're not bad. Uh, 718 OPS, 14, so middle of the pack, so to speak. Babbitt is 311, which is fifth, so that's respectable for sure. 319 Woba, which is 14th, 110 WRC+, plus, which is 12th, above average in that regard. But again, you bring it back to the Angels, and what's concerning is their pitching. Not only Detmers, when I look to handicap it, but the Joe Madden bullpen. And the Angels now have a collective bullpen ERA of 4.09. All right? On the other side, the Yankees, they got a strong bullpen, 3.11 ERA. Now, the market, again, is telling you that the Yankees should be the right side. They're getting steamed throughout the whole day. And even when I was betting this, it was like minus 175. So you've seen continual movement toward the home team. And again, you're not going to want to lay that much with New York. So what's the alternative? should be the run line here. And it's plus 112 as of this moment. I snagged it at plus 116 about mid-afternoon. So yeah, I still think that's worth a bet here at plus 112 for the Yankees to cover the run line. I think the bats come alive and take advantage against the recently struggling Detmers. And the bullpen could also implode if they get to Detmers early. Let's hope Cortez goes out there, performs like a stud once again, and can cover this run line for us. So I'm going Yankees on the run line this evening. Other bet. In another way that I'm betting the run line, this is revolving around the Red Sox and the Reds. Boston, no, they have not been the most consistent team, but uh, the Cincinnati Reds absolutely have not. Boston open minus 190. Currently, they're minus 220 at Bet Rivers. The Reds plus 160 at the opener. Now they're catching plus 185. Total open nine is ticked down a half run to eight and a half, although the juice is on the over, minus 118. Run line for the Red Sox is even money. If you want to take the run in the hook with the lowly Reds, it is minus a buck 20. Cincinnati comes into this game actually winning their last four out of five games, and they beat the Red Sox yesterday two to one. Don't know if the same will occur tonight. Hunter Green taking the bump for the Reds, and uh, he's kind of had a rough year. 
two and six, 5.89 ERA, 6.70 FIP, 23.4% home run to fly ball ratio. He's walking five guys per nine innings, has a whip of 1.51. His Sierra actually will show you that, hey, he could do well in any given start. It's at four flat, but then you look at his road splits, 5.58 ERA, 366 Woba, and a 6.50 FIP. I'm just not going to invest in Hunter Green after the Reds just beat the Red Sox last night and the Red Sox thrown out Garrett Whitlock out there, who actually has been fairly sound. He's 1-1 one one with a 3.49 ERA, 3.48 FIP, 3.14 Sierra, and a good whip of 1.14. At home, his ERA is a tad bit concerning, 4.43. However, his FIP brings back some reassurance, being at 3.41, Woba 3.04. Well, looking at these batting splits, this should be the telltale of whose side you could trust. Uh, Cincinnati, as we know, at the Great American Ballpark, they benefit tremendously from playing at the hitter's ballpark at home. So let's just kind of narrow it down to their numbers on the road. Well, playing away from home, the Reds have an average of 2.02, which is dead last. OPS of 575, second to last. 253 Babbitt, 29th out of 30 teams. 259 Woba, 29th again. And 64 weighted runs created plus, WRC plus, dead last in Major League Baseball. All right? Not a team you probably want to invest in. The Red Sox versus righties. Let's look at this specific split for tonight. They've got a 719 OPS, 315 Woba, 103 WRC Plus, and a 299 Babbitt. Nothing that's going to blow you away, but definitely a team you probably want to bet as opposed to the Reds when looking at these numbers. And again, note, you don't want to go with the money line being so steep, so you look into the run line here and hope that if the Red Sox get an early lead with this bullpen that it's not terrible, 3.96 ERA, 1.22 whip, but you're hoping that the opposition's bullpen, being the Reds, who have a 4.80 ERA and a 1.40 whip, could be vulnerable to giving up a lot more runs. So, in that sense, I'm going to go with the Red Sox on the run line here. I took it at even money. I think they bounce back tonight and score enough runs to cover that run line. So give me the Red Sox on the run line at even money. We're also taking the Yankees on the run line, snagged it at plus 116, but currently it's plus 112 at Bat Rivers. So those are the two plays we got rolling with in baseball tonight. Let me recap what we had in hockey at the beginning of the show. We had one bet for the game this evening out in the Eastern Conference with Tampa Bay and New York. Yes, I lean toward the Lightning in this game tonight, but because of how much time they've had off, because the Rangers have been a completely different squad at home, especially Shesterkin, I will opt out of this game. However, if the Lightning do lose this game, then we will absolutely discuss taking them to win this series at a better price. But the bet that I am making tonight is the total under five and a half goals. It just keeps getting steamed toward the under. And rightfully so, based on what we've seen, not only from both of these teams throughout these series, or at least the most recent series for each respective squad, but the goaltending. Vasilevsky has been so great during this postseason as he was the last two years. All right, and Shesterkin, yeah, he was kind of rough the first round, but then he started getting in to the guy that we saw during the regular season and was so good at home with a 95% save percentage. So I think this game will feature lower scoring, and I took under 5.5 for the total goals. The other series going back in action tomorrow night, not a play on game two, but a play on the series. I bet it over 5.5 games played 
at about plus 105. So I assume that if the Avalanche won, you would get plus money on this because I like the over five and a half even before game one, but figured if Colorado won, we would get a better number. I figured it'd be even money. It went to plus 105, so I think that's worth a play. You saw that Edmonton is capable of keeping up here. Both goalies are really going to be struggling. So I think this could be a longer series than the odds are telling you. So give me over five and a half games for Edmonton and Colorado for the game tonight. We're going under five and a half for baseball, Red Sox run line, Yankees run line. And then we got all the Warriors action, which we discussed at the beginning of the week. But of course, the first game's tomorrow. So we will revisit that and go more in depth. Manana covering game one of the NBA Finals. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Rush Hour. Appreciate you being with us. Best of luck with your plays. And we will talk again tomorrow. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more save on select steel battery tools right now save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set real steel find yours at steeldealers.com with AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.